Howdy, and welcome to The Takeout, the movie edition of The Lunch Table. Where you like that styrofoam box that has all the good stuff in it that you can't add the buffet, you specifically have to take home. Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say we're like a filler episode. You know what? I was thinking about this on the way walking down here. Yeah. We don't do this for the audience. We do this. For oh us. yeah, this this is all. This for is us. something we want to do. This is not our that we don't want to do all the other stuff. Right. This is our guilty pleasure. Oh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So welcome to a podcast ran by a a man mainly raised in insane asylums and a boy who lives so far out in the country he barely got fucking satellite. TV. I didn't have satellite TV. Oh. Did you even have internet? Yeah, but it was dial-up. See? See, that's <laughs> how far out of the country he lived. Uh, so, like Drew already said, this podcast is a movie review mainly for us because we love to do it, but we figured we're going to film it for everybody. Every, I mean, I, I, I figured they know by now. <laughs> I guess. This is what... Our, how many episodes of this is it? Like 10? 11? I don't know. <laughs> That's sad. That's 13. Sad. 13, I think. Oh, 13. No, 13 was deja vu. This is deja vu. Well, anyways, you ready to get into... Well, actually, let me introduce. Before yeah. we get into it, I'm going to skip yeah, it Yeah, the innies and the outies. The innies and the outies. As always, my right hand man is always beside me. My go-to bro. Mr. Drew Lots of Nizer. That's a me. That's a you. And as always, your flamboyant host. Player two. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Your player two. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. Carl you're, Jones. You're Luigi. I'm. Dude, I always like I'm Luigi. I'm bigger with a mustache and wearing red. Yeah, but let's I'm not. Mario. Let's not act like Luigi when he got the flower power did not look cooler with the white and green. Uncommon thing. Uh, who do you think is uh, cuter? Princess Peach. No. Or Princess Daisy. Daisy. See? Daisy. You're, you're, you're Luigi. Before, right, before we get too far on a tangent, let's get into this I movie. I like blondes. <laughs> let's get into this I like brunettes. Let's get into movie review. Fuck you, redheads. <laughs> Welcome to the takeout. The movie edition of the lunch table where I'm we so- don't like redheads. Uh, I'm sorry, redheads. <laughs> I'm a redhead. No, you're not. Dude, a lot of people t- say, oh yeah, that red-haired kid and things like that. Yeah, they call me red-haired. My brother is red-haired. No, he's carrot-haired. <laughs> he's orange hair. That's different. I- I'm waiting for him to have like his own little carrot top moment where like I don't see him for a month and he gets fucking jacked. Like, oh, carrot yeah. top did. did you hear carrot top talk about that? No. No, he eventually, he was uh, talking Steroids. to Joe Rogan. No. Creatine? No, oh, oh, a little bit of creatine, but no, uh, the reason why he got so big was he was, he got uh, the slot in Vegas. So he's like, man, I do this. He's like, no more traveling. I was in the same spot over and over. He's like, I got bored, so I just got into working out. Then he's like, he's like, I realized later on to my career, it actually hurt me because more people like, you know, just knew me for being way too big. <laughs> Oh, it's like that dude from Stuart Little. 
Yeah. Dude, he's fucking jacked. Now, still oh. like still like 5'1", but fucking Well, that's now. why he's jacked. Yeah. Better lighting. Compensating for something. So, Drew. That's why I will never be jacked, because I don't need compensating for anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> everything's all good under my hood. Unlike somebody in the movie we watched. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew, you want to tell the people what, uh, well, what, what did we roll first off? Ooh, uh, we rolled a 52. Ooh, a 52. So, uh, explain real quick, since this is our second time doing it, one more time how this process works. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, we decided to get a D100 die, and we rolled that motherfucker, and that determined what score we got. Coincidentally, for this round, we rolled a 52, so we take that divided by 10, just because I said so, and you get a 5 point two or as far as imdb cares a 5.2 rating so it gave us a list of 5.2 rated movies and person whose turn it is this week cj yes 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 yes, got to pick now i had a lot of input about this yeah you did you did i've seen this movie it's hilarious right we were going over it actually i I even forget the name what was the heck what was that strange oh strange wilderness strange wilderness that's why can't i remember that Cause you're strange and don't go into wilderness a lot. But I do. I do go into wilderness. You take pictures. Yeah. That's what Zoom is for. No, a lot of those you can't. Zoom won't do that good. I wish it would. That'd be epic. But yeah, we went over strange wilderness. Which before we get way into it, it reminded me of a better '90s movie. <laughs> I guess it's the easy way to say it. Uh, uh, would you like to tell the people the cast in this, Drew? Yep. First off, it's in 2008, so it's not too far away from the 90s. It's it's close towards 2010, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's far enough away. All-star cast of Steve Zahn plays Pete. Alan Covert plays Fred. Now I'll go back through some of these people in a second. Right. Jonah Hill. That one needs no introduction. Nope. He plays a guy called Cooker. Justin Long plays Junior, Peter Dante plays Danny, and Kevin Hefferman plays Whitaker. Now, Steve Zahn, he's been in a lot of things. First thing I know him for is Saving Silverman. I was just about to say that he was in Saving Silverman. Yeah. Uh, he's somebody who was a real flash in the pan. Right. I mean, I remember him in a bunch of movies real quick, then done. Right. Pretty much same character. This is towards the end of it, yeah. Yeah, and he's always been the same kind of character. Loud, long blonde hair, obnoxious. Nerdy. It's like you in high school. Yeah, loser. Yeah, yeah, no. kind of. <laughs> long blonde hair, obnoxious. <laughs> obnoxious. But my hair's not blonde. It was. No. Parts of it were. That's some of it. Yeah, I do get highlights, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's more strawberry blonde, I guess, so red blonde. I don't so, know. Alan Covert uh, is one of the ones that everybody knows the face but doesn't know the name of. Uh, he w- is in a lot of Happy Madison films, which oh, this yeah. one is, of course, a Happy Madison film. He's always one of the extra people that's alongside of Adam Sandler. He, the number one Adam Sandler movie I remember him from the most. Uh, I, a lot of people would say Waterboy, but that's not where I really where he pit yeah he was a quarterback in water boy yeah he was a quarterback but that's not where he jumps out to me i always remember him from big daddy oh he's one of the gay lawyers yes he's one of the the gay gay lawyers uh what remind what one i know him from is grandma's boy he's the main character yeah he is the main character of grandma's boy yeah i I forgot about that 
Uh, Jonah Hill needs no introduction. Uh, Justin Long also needs no introduction. The one that I know him from most is Accepted. Accepted. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say Accepted. That's the first time I really like saw him lead or just remember it. Then from that, anytime I saw it, I'm like, hey, that's the guy from Accepted. Oh, shit. I made a mistake already. Uh, the next person on my list, Peter Dante, uh, that is the quarterback from the Waterboy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's the quarterback. What uh, yeah. What did the other guy play in Waterboy? The dumb guy in the bleacher? No. I forget what the, he was in. Uh, but no, he he was one of the, the gay lawyers in Big Daddy. Uh, Peter Dante, I think, was also yeah, one of the Yeah, he was the other gay lawyer. Was, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, and then Kevin Hefferman is actually probably the biggest name in this, even though it's at the bottom of my list. He is uh, Farva. From yeah. Super Troopers. Yes. Yeah, and it's so weird to see how young he is in this. Because he I don't know if it's the facial hair or just how they dress him up, but he looks so much like an adult when he's Farva. Well, I also <laughs> Yeah. Well, I also know him from Beer Fest. Yeah. And, and he Beer plays Fest. an alcoholic in this movie and plays an alcoholic in that movie. And like Well, those... he plays two alcoholics in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like he plays the same character for both of those, so yeah, big beer drinker, kind of blue collared guy, right, right. Uh, so that's that's our main lead right there. Yeah. Um. Well, let's uh let me jump into it. We'll give them a little explanation of the movie. Then we'll jump into that. Then we'll get into the scenes. And, you, and, you let me know if you need help. Yeah. Eh, we'll see. How quick do you want me to do this? As quick as you want to. Okay, I figured we'll I've, go over. I've this. seen this movie probably. 40 times in my life. Well, and the plot's not all that thick. So, yeah. so I'll jump through it kind of quick because really the scenes are more what we want to talk about than the plot here. Right. Uh, so our movie starts out and we meet our main character, Pete, there. Right? Pete's sitting on the couch talking to somebody. I don't think I ever... Pete's, pizza delivery. <laughs> Is that who it was? <laughs> it never orders a pizza. <laughs> talking to the pizza delivery guy basically about his his problems and how he lost uh his dad's tv show his dad ran a tv show uh animal wildlife tv show basically you see his dad being a i don't know what's a nice way but an idiot basically a, a carefree type of funny almost like grandpa type of guy yeah i would say uh accident prone a very accident prone man because everything they showed when he was in the videos, the animals were like knocking him over, like the goat knocked him over and a bunch yeah, of other stuff. Yeah, but like a playful yeah. accidental. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like he got hurt or anything no, like that. No, no, no. But a klutz. I yeah. guess a klutz would yeah, be. Yeah, klutz is nice. He's he's a klutz. Like our buddy Chris Pegley. Exactly like Chris <laughs> Pegley. So his dad's a klutz, but he has this very successful TV show. Right. Well, you hear him talking to the pizza guy about how he lost it all and yada, yada, yada. And then the movie starts basically going back in time. A year ago. A year ago to when he, right when his dad passed away. Yeah. Is, we found out he got the show because his dad passed away. Then it was on him to run the show. Well, they show the filming. Obviously, him and his crew, which is basically the whole cast that we just named. Yeah. The whole crew is just a bunch of, uh, uh, and we'll get into this after the summary. Fuck but ups. Yes. A bunch of burnouts. <laughs> yeah. And in there's some a member of the crew from the dad's show. Yeah, that's kind of leading them. And that's kind of right. The cameraman, 
You have a trusty old cameraman. But we see that Pete has to go to the TV station, talk to the uh, talk to the main guy about keeping his show alive, basically. Yeah. Because they know the ratings are down. They tell him, hey, we're going to shut off your show because you really suck at it. Yeah. Because they know nothing about animals. <laughs> it's quite funny. Some of the dialogue in this line is quite funny. Uh, they- bears are large and brown. <laughs> Not all bears are large. large. What about baby bears? <laughs> Bears derive their name from a football team in Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> just just dumb things. So, as obviously the meeting doesn't go over well, they're basically like, hey, there's this other guy on the block. He's really good. He wants to come do a freaking animal show for us. E- even those guys look up to him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Even even Pete, so cool. even Pete and his crew look up to these other animal guys. Yeah. And they want to do a TV show, so they basically say, like, hey, you're done. Unless you can get your ratings up. Well, they he gives them, in two weeks, you're done. The main character takes that as, in two weeks, we got to get our ratings up to keep our TV show. Yeah. So, there they are, feeling low, don't know what to do. All of a sudden, uh, Pete's dad, one of his old friends, comes blowing Bill. through the door. Bill. Here, Bill goes up to him, tells him, he found Bigfoot. Shows him pictures. Boom. Our crew gets the idea. I know how we're going to save dad. Let's go. Fi- let's go uh, get Bigfoot on film. He has a map of bi- two Bigfoot and he yep. needs a thousand dollars from. Him. Yep. Well, yeah, he wants a thousand dollars for the map. Right. <clears throat> so our crew, uh, where, where were they located? Did it say, do you LA. remember? LA. And they have to go to Africa. Uh, Wasn't that? No, South American Rangers. South America. Ecuador. Ecuador. So they got to make a trip to Ecuador. Now, on this trip, a bunch of funny things ensue and yada, yada, yada. We'll get into a lot of things. Because a lot of this movie is more the trip. Well, they need to go to the cabin to get the map first. Yeah. In a week. In a week, which is in the same place. No, it's like still in the U.S., is it because they meet them and they're already in the jungle and then they don't drive off anywhere and they go walking in the jungle. They have to go east into the mountains. Yeah. And then down into Ecuador. Okay, but so they're driving to the forest over there. Either way, they're on their way to see Bigfoot. Right? <clears throat> on their way to see Bigfoot, like I said, a bunch of funny things ensue. Yada yada yada. Eventually we uh we get to the forest. Where they run into a diff- they run into the crew who also found a way to get the map. They ended up buying the map since our crew couldn't. Uh, they run into them. Things ensue. They happen to find Bigfoot, but I'm not going to tell you what happens when they do find Bigfoot because uh, that's pretty much the end. So they they find Bigfoot. Things ensue. Uh, he ends up saving his dad's TV show. In a different way. In a different way. Through shark attacks. Yeah. He ends up saving his dad's TV show through shark attacks. Um, I used to think this is like how Shark Week started. I, it probably did. Like that was a big thing in 2008. Oh, well, in, uh, in that ending cut that they did with that shark laughing. <laughs> I've seen that used so many times on TV and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen that cut. Like, I didn't even know it was from this movie, but I seen that cut. So, <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's a big adventure. 
of people to go film Bigfoot to save Daddy's TV show. Yeah, but they're I mean, fuck ups. Yeah, they're fuck ups. It's hilarious. But I mean, that's pretty much the plot. It's not much thicker than that. Everything they do, they fuck up in a different way. Oh, they right. have the money, they lose the money. They have the money, they lose the money. They have the money, they lose the so, money. So let's start off. Uh, so like you said, basically they need to get the map for Bigfoot. They yeah. need a thousand dollars, right? <clears throat> they're uh, trying. To, they're trying to shoot some episodes along the way. So that they can add more stuff to this special that they're trying to do. Right, to save their show there. And they get into a problematic situation to where uh, the sound man and the main guy uh, lose their teeth. Well, let's, uh, yeah, let's, before we get into that, let's go over the characters themselves. So we got, we got our main lead there, Peter. Yeah. Let's explain him. Peter's. Uh, spoiled daddy's boy. Yes. Yep. They all, like we all said, they're burnouts. They're all potheads. Straight up. I mean, when <laughs> you first see him. He starts the movie smoking <laughs> weed. And then tells the pizza guy, no, I gave it up. I don't smoke weed anymore. As he's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's he's the optimistic leader. He's a, a spoiled brat, but he's always thinking everything's going to work out. Very optimistic. The leader of the group. Well, he believes that everything is gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He believes so hard that somehow it happens. And and people like you follow and him. Euchre. And people follow him because of it, like me and Euchre. Yeah, yeah, kinda. I believe in the heart of the cards. Yu-Gi-Oh taught me that. But then we have Frank, who's Fred. a sound guy. A oh, Fred. Fred. The sound guy. Uh, best friend. Best friend. Uh, follows his buddy to a T, always there, very supportive. Very mellow. Not the smartest guy. A horn dog. <laughs> the turkey part. <laughs> the turkey part's hilarious. Turkey part's hilarious. This is a, a very slapstick kind of goofy right. comedy. It's a Happy Madison movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but some people might not have ever seen a Happy Madison production. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, but dude, that's people I mean, our that, age. What if anyone younger than us listens to this? They probably haven't seen that. I mean, Adam Sandler is a god. No, but he is to us. He's not in this movie, though. No. Which, Coincidentally. Yeah. I don't right. think there's very Happy Madison movies that he's not a part but of. But he owns Happy Madison. I think he produced it or something yeah, like it. He probably directed it. He probably paid for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so... We have the sound guy. He's kind of a Cheech and Chong kind of ripoff character. Yeah. Um. Then we go on. Who's who did Jonah Hill play? Cooker. Cooker. Oh my God, this dude. <laughs> uh, he has his afro back in this movie. <laughs> Jonah Hill has his afro, and he has the thick chops. Uh, you can't. You can barely understand the word that he says. Why'd you come out here and do this to me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it to me out there. And it it was a a problem that the French made in 1950. <laughs> yeah, I re- the French made them in 1950. I just re- I can't believe I was so dumb. I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he as dumb as the character is because like when I first heard him talk, I was like, oh, that's stupid. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like this character, but it totally works. Like, he is completely comic relief. There's a couple times where it's like getting a little stale and then he does like his whole buzzer thing. Yeah. Like electric buzzer. Right. Uh, a couple times he does it to people's nuts. <laughs> or like, Think about. Or like when they all, uh, when they all had that traumatic moment around the fire, he shakes her hand. 
<laughs> the buzzer and just shock her. <laughs> and he always makes fun of people for their feelings. But yeah, you find out that he might have had an on and off again thing with the dude. Yeah, and he wears a thong. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I won't wear a thong. What, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I am wearing a thong. Okay, then we have, who was a girl? Cheryl. Cheryl. Cheryl, uh, she's kind of the... Travel agent. Yeah, but I mean, character-wise, she's like the strong female lead because she's probably the toughest out of all of them. Yeah. Right? We can agree to that. She beats them up. Uh, They all want her. Yeah, she she doesn't take no shit from nobody. No, she don't take no crap. She's strong. They all want her. Beautiful-looking girl. Pete made a joke that he was going to lay some pipe on the trip, and she's like, oh, you know, only people that have tiny wieners say that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and that's true. That's why I use that reference all the time. <laughs> then we have uh, uh, Farva, who who did Animal handler. The animal uh, handler. Whitaker. Whitaker, which he didn't handle any animals. He handled that turkey. No, they all handled the turkey. But he was part of it. And that's true. <laughs> that's true. He did manhandle the turkey. To be fair, he wasn't an animal handler. He was a mechanic before that. Yeah. Yeah. You just had me fix him the RV. Oh, that's another. Uh, Danny? No, just a crappy RV. Just cracked me up. <laughs> they just have this pizza crap RV. It was left over from the dad. It said, like, strange wilderness on the side. Yeah. Things like that. So, we have Farva there. Farva plays basically a depressed... uh sad sack character yeah you know uh ends up being he realizes he's an alcoholic on the trip (laughs) i thought going into the wilderness and not having any beer was going to be eye-opening for me uh and it is and it is uh my favorite part is when he's like and i had my last drink two days ago and he has a beer in his hand (laughs) i had my last drink yesterday (laughs) God forbid this is going to be my last one. Yeah, and he's like, hopefully this really will be my last one. (laughs) (laughs) That got me. Then we have the cameraman. Who's the old cameraman? The old cameraman, Miles. Miles. Leftover from the dad. His dad's crew, OG Miles. Miles, he... Kind of like a godfather to Peter. You can see that's kind of where he got this optimism from. Yeah. You know, a very happy guy. But he uh, he's not in the movie long. He doesn't go on a trip with them. Instead, he has Justin Long Jr. Jr. Yeah, his son, right? Uh, nephew. Nephew. His nephew, who's a complete stoner. I mean, when you first meet him. <laughs> you want to fight? You want to fight? You want to fight? I want to fight. But when you first meet this cat, they're trying to film... Uh, uh, the, the line about bears that we were just referencing. And the whole time they're trying to... <laughs> you just hear a bong and smoke keeps flying in front of the camera. It's just over there getting baked. He, Pete tries to shake his hand. He freaks out, won't shake his hand. <laughs> My favorite part about that guy is when they're sitting in the meeting about how to save the show. Yeah. And he is passed the fuck out at one of the chairs. And uh, it looks like... He's staring at you, and somebody tries to wake him up, and his eyes open. 
Everybody's freaked out. What the fuck? What the fuck? He goes, oh, yeah, dude. I I, I, I got high and covers his uncle's. Oh, I got high. <laughs> Even though he's just smoking a bong in front of him. I got high and tattooed eyeballs on my eyelids. So it looks like I'm still awake when I'm asleep. Yeah, he was like, my favorite part. It's not my favorite, but it's a really good one where he's like, yeah, I think that weed was really killer, man. He's like, I went and got my eyelids tattooed with eyes on them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that weed was laced with some shit. Yeah, I think that was killer weed, man. Oh, so <clears throat> the last one, Danny. Danny. Danny, who started out as a car mechanic. Yeah. Then we lose him partway through the story. He's, oh yeah, I forgot he was. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. is also like good friends with Pete. Yeah. Uh, he's basically the uh, jockhead character that he plays. All the time. Yeah, he is fucking fearless. Oh, it, it, he's a blissful idiot. Yeah. He is every barbarian. Even if something bad happens to him, he still goes into the next bad idea. Yeah. With a big old smile and amped up like he's going to succeed. Yeah. That's like our buddy Carlin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Almost. Uh, he seems a little... Carlin's a little bit more relaxed. This guy's a little bit more amped up. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Carlin, if we give him speed. Yeah, he ends up he ends up getting attacked by a shark twice in that movie. <laughs> that is a great part. There, they pull over on their way to uh to South Africa. There, they pull over because they see a bunch of sea lions and they're like, oh, we'll film, we'll hurry up and film a good scene. And they're like, oh, what's a good way to get camera shots? Well, let's put Donnie or Danny. Danny. Let's put Danny there. In a seal outfit, and we'll fit them with cameras. Well, <laughs> fucking shark attack cabins. <laughs> it gets <laughs> <me> torn apart. <laughs> I was telling the shark I wasn't a seal. <laughs> I didn't understand my human language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, okay, out of all the hijinks, Drew. Yeah. Ooh. What was the best? What what was your favorite haha moments for you? What was what were the highlights? Well, before I go into highlights, the moment that was like what the fuck uh was the dude's dick. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they had to go get a tracker to help them go through the woods. Yeah, to go find Bigfoot. And when they meet this tracker, they're showing each other scars. I got bit by a dog here. Fell off my bike yeah, here. Yeah, the tracker, the way they started off, he's talking about a story of how he shoved a knife in someone's skull, put a grenade in their skull, then shoved them down a hole. Right? Because he was in some war. And then all the guys start sharing their scars from, like, their bicycle accidents. <laughs> the one was a car uh, a hood ornament. You know, dumb things like that. Well, then the guy gets back up. Pulls down his pants and talks about a story about how his nutsack got sliced open. And how he had to pick his balls up off the ground, put them back in his sack, and sew it back together. And they show his dick. And it is fucked up. It is almost like the scene off of Miss March. (laughs) If I have to put it together in a graphic way, it looks like... Leather face. <laughs> it looks it looks like the way I tie my shoes. 
You know how when I tie my shoes, since I do it left-handed, the knot's always off to the side? <laughs> and oh, you're like looping. I thought I thought that was the dick. No, the thing's off to the side. Those were his balls. Oh, <laughs> Vertically. Then he had his dot. Oh, jeez. So, so it was two stacked on top of each other with his little... <laughs> Leatherface, Child's Play, Jason. <laughs> All those mismatched stitched so up. Like Miss March where he had straw shoved in there. Yeah. That, that's respect. still... Respect. <laughs> what a fucking bitch in the ass. <laughs> uh, my absolute... So, like, I, I, a part that I really love that I, a lot of people... Probably won't, but uh, every time he tried to do a stupid Mexican. <laughs> hello, hello. You speak English. <laughs> you speak. Please let us go into Mexico. <laughs> then, yeah. then he comes out of the room. What did they do to you, there? Nothing. You look white. Nothing. Because I don't wear sunscreen, the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my favorite part now that I think about it is uh, is the turkey scene, and I know that I've dropped it like two or three times right now, but I yeah. guess I have to fill it in. Yeah. So Pete is taking a piss somewhere, and he sees a nest of baby turkeys, and he's peeing right beside the nest, and he goes, "Oh, where's Mama Turkey?" And this turkey fucking grabs onto his dick. Okay, you actually, yeah, it's like real quick too. Like, yeah. Like. Talking about it doesn't do it justice because the way they filmed it yeah. was was even better. Because you just see him, he says that the next thing you see is it's a far view, and you just see him pop out of the tree with this turkey, huge ass turkey on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then he get, they get him in the RV and they have to take him to the hospital. He runs into the hospital with this fucking flapping turkey on his dick, and uh, they send him in front of a doctor. And there's a super hot nurse, and she goes, uh, or the doctor goes. Will you massage the neck of the turkey? Yeah, basically, he says the gag reflex isn't working in the turkey. The gag reflex should have worked and should have spit your wiener out. But this turkey is not letting go. So he suggests to the nurse to rub its throat to relax its throat to help get the wiener out. (laughs) So the nurse massages the neck, and of course, inside of it is his wiener. Uh, He gets a hard on, and the nurse goes, Dr he has an erection and the guy and peter goes uh yeah and the doctor goes sir you're gonna have to you know not think about this as well he goes sorry doc the nurse is fucking hot can't we have you do it or something so then he takes a a needle to like soothe the neck of the turkey fucking puts it in puts it right into that dude's dick (laughs) yeah not the neck Oh, man. Hilarious. Uh, my biggest what the fuck moment. So, like, because I'm taking the what the fuck moment a little bit different than hilarious. Like, hilarious is just something that made me laugh. The what the fuck, like, I sat there and I was like, damn. Was, uh... So, before they get to the guide, there was another guy they meet to get them to the guide. Dick? Dick. Which, uh... Just dick. Just Obviously, they have, uh, about, like, a three-minute little section where they just make fun of this guy's name being dick right hilarious hilarious you say dick i come running does your dick get hard in the morning or does your name get hard in the morning <laughs> does your name shrink in the gold 
But uh, they end up taking him as a guide, and he sticks with them all the way to the guide. And then, and then a thing that we kind of skipped over was the guide ends up taking all their crap and leaving them, and actually not leading them anywhere. Yeah. So this... Which you never hear about him ever again. Ever again. Which Dick then ends up saying like, hey... I need to get out of here. You can just follow me. Follow me, yada, yada. Somehow they find a map again, yada, yada. Eventually, they get to this river. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And you see everyone get out of the water except for Dick. And then all of a sudden, you see all these bubbles. He starts getting eaten. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Next thing you know, you see all all the rest of the crew there eating piranha. To get revenge to on get, Remy for eating dick. Right, to get revenge for eating dick. <laughs> Until Danny. No, Danny's gone at this point. Oh, it wasn't Danny. Which Whitaker. 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 Farva. Yeah, Farva. He realizes, oh, wait. If the fish ate dick, and we are eating the fish that ate dick, aren't we eating dick? <laughs> <laughs> they all throw up and spit yeah. out and throw it back in the river. They're like punching the fish. <laughs> My second favorite part, uh the the rival to our crew beat them to Bill and get the map first. But you find out that the rival the main rival guy was tapping Bill's wife. Yeah. Yeah, and Bill wants uh, revenge and says, "Hey, when you find this guy, I'll give you a copy of the map that I have. You need to punch him in the face for me." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. long story short, uh, the rival is in a really, really bad situation. Super bad, like dying. Yeah, and uh, one of the, Fred, the friend, goes, "Are you gonna?" Punch him in the face like right. you said you would. <laughs> right, he says it to Peter there. <laughs> you gonna you gonna punch him? Peter was like, uh, uh, I'm on the fence about it, man. I, I don't I don't feel like he really needs it. Well, you kind of promised. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can do it. Punch him in the face. I don't think he deserves it right now. <laughs> oh, dude, that. So, first off, there are. A good amount of tits in this movie, I guess. That's that's like the one early two thousand nineties thing that always they, pop up. There's where like they, five tits. In yeah, the but movie. they find a way to fit it randomly for yeah, no reason. Okay, but besides five, the one nitrous scene, where it's like, okay, yeah, there would have been a topless girl because they're all high. Okay, by two thousand standards, for every five boobs pairs of boobs you see, you have to see one dick. I mean, yeah, and they showed a dick. <laughs> they did it. They showed. They weren't scared to show at all. They're like, we're just gonna film dicks and boobies. Now, when I was explaining this movie to somebody else before I was able to show it to you, yeah, uh, the plot twist. Ooh. <laughs> the part that we skipped over on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that coming? Yes. Yeah. Uh, as bad as it was. No. I mean, <clears throat> it's kind of rough. Because when we were getting there, I didn't see it coming, but as soon as it happened, I was like, I feel like I saw this somehow, like maybe on TV <laughs> or something. But it it's hilarious. It's yeah. funny. It is really funny what happens with the whole shebang and, and Bigfoot 
And that's why, feel, and then they feel really bad about it. Right, well, that's why I advise everyone to go watch this. Um, <laughs> it's like I said, if you're looking for a movie with a lot of depth to make you think, this isn't a movie. This is not it. This is one of those movies that you put on in the background while you do something important. This is for laughs, man. I mean, like straight up, we had a good time watching this movie. Yeah, you do not need to know really anything past the first five minutes to know what's going on in the story exactly <clears throat> exactly that's why like the the scan through this is kind of hard because literally they're just going to find bigfoot well, we funny ju- things happen well, we jump back and forth so much too oh yeah oh yeah well that's why i figured just the way we like to do this would be easier just to run through this and get straight to what we want to talk about which is all the scenes and <laughs> mostly dialogue yeah <laughs> i love movies to me got to have really good dialogue either if it's real serious dialogue or like this, where it's more jokey, but it's got to be on point. And some of the stuff they said, what uh, the what was that gentleman bird uh one reference that you really liked that Jonah Hill said? <laughs> when when the bird is on uh, Peter's uh, wiener, uh, Jonah Hill goes, "Now, how about we just tell the bird's dad." <laughs> <laughs> that he's gay and then he's gonna stop blowing peter <laughs> yeah that's not what i was thinking of though there's a point where he's like i don't want them to think of me of some kind of gentleman man bird oh no uh he uh cheryl smacks him in the head and he goes well now i'm gonna have a goose egg on my head yeah <laughs> he goes and if that egg hatches then people are gonna think of me as a Gentleman Birdman. <laughs> Dinosaur Man or something. <laughs> there, I mean, even, uh, dude, even the stoner characters, they don't overdo. I, I think they did a real good job not letting one character have too much time to be annoying. Right. <clears throat> Spe- speaking of lines, one of my favorite parts is <laughs> the part about sea lines. And they were talking about how sharks are like natural predators in the water. Yeah. And then they said, luckily there aren't lions on land. And tigers. <laughs> tigers on land. Or else <laughs> they wouldn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just the best premise ever because it kind of reminds me of us on our show. <laughs> well, well, that is like... So they do cuts of them actually like putting their film together. They'll actually show cuts in the movie, it's and bad, w- and when they show it, it's like someone filmed it on a regular like home recorder, right? But it is so. Those to me are the golden parts of the story. Like that in itself is so funny. <laughs> seeing some of these animals and like with the lion about the mate. And they're like, ooh, ooh gotta get, get me some of that. <laughs> yeah, when you're done, I want to turn. Cut me off a slice of that. <laughs> and the TV producer, you can't do that. Why? You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they were trying to shoot in like a third world country or something. And uh, they go, that, those girls, those girls aren't from that third world country. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm, I'm going to tell you though. <coughs> people from the third world country are ugly 
<laughs> those girls are. That's aren't. one of the topless scenes, yeah, <laughs> where all of a sudden in this TV show, there's just a bunch of topless white girls bouncing around. The part that let me down the most was the nitro. It let you down? Yeah. Because they kind of flipped through it so quick? Yeah. Me too. Uh, that's the one thing that did let me down. Like, it was leaking. It was kind of funny. Then they just kind of skipped over it. Yeah. I feel like they did that with a couple things. Um, One of the bits I do like was they kept going back to the hospital over and over <laughs> and over and over. Same hospital. Yeah. Like, they, they just could not leave California somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like, they never left California. Yeah. And then they just got a plane ticket out there. <laughs> <laughs> Like, seriously, they, what, four or five times I went back to the same hospital, which means they were still in L.A. this whole time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you ready for my favorite part of the movie review? Yes, let's get to it. Let's let's get into the, the ratings here. Well, not the, the money. The money. The money. Actually, you know what? Let's do ratings first. Okay. You are well aware yeah. that we rolled a 52 yeah. So people uh, like this movie 52% of the time out of 100. Yeah. So Rotten Tomatoes out of the audience score. We'll do the audience score first. What do you think the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is? I think the audience score is probably higher than the Rotten Tomatoes score. Um, usually I feel like that's the way it's ran on last no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the critics yet. Just the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, not the audience score for IMDb, which we used as our... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, just breaking it down. If IMDb says 52... Oops, just grab that. Oh, you broke it. He's breaking the whole thing. But let's say that that IMDb says 52% of the people that watch it like it. Right. Okay. Well, I think... I honestly believe more people probably like it than that. I just don't feel like it would be high critically or anything like that. So I'm going to say 63%. Okay. Uh, No, 35% of the audience really? liked it on Rotten Tomatoes. So they hated it. Yeah. And I mean, happy, happy Madison movies don't really do very well. Yeah. Uh, now... The tomato meter, which is the critics rating it. Yeah. What do you think that got? Oh, uh, probably low. Uh, 22%. Take away the 20. 2%. 2%. It's only a 2%er. 2% on the tomato meter. No way. Yeah. It's a 2%er. 2%er. Uh, how? Critics don't like it. Some, I don't get these critics. Like... <laughs> What are you judging this off of? Because if you're going in there trying to judge this off of like, uh, like story plot, you were stupid from the beginning. <laughs> you should have known that's not what this movie's gonna be. <laughs> that is not what you're going for. Right. That's not why it's here. So my true favorite part. Have you been looking yeah. over here? No, I can't you, even read it, bro. You can't read it. Okay. Even if you laid it down there, I think I need glasses. Budget. What do you think the budget was for this movie? Oh, that's tricky. I'm going to say about 15 mil. Pretty close. 20 mil. Okay. Now, do you think that it made money or did not make money? 
It didn't make money. It didn't make no, money. So you think the think box office money. was less than twenty million? Yes. How bad do you think it was? I think it probably missed its mark by three million. Three million. Uh, it made seven million at the box office. It took a thirteen million dollar flop. Wow! <laughs> I knew. I knew it flopped because I, you know I'm just thinking. I don't remember a bunch of advertisements for this. I don't right. remember too much of anything for this. And knowing that that actor now doesn't act in hardly anything anymore, that just means a lot of stuff that he was the lead in didn't do hot. Right. We were, we were, I was in 10th grade. You were in 9th grade when this happened, when this movie came yeah, out. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing anything. Those Maybe are the once true or twice. lunch table times, though. Yeah, that that's where this whole idea started. This whole dang man, what do you rate it? What's your personal rating? I think it's, I think it's really funny. Like, my rating is a little bit convoluted because anything that I find that's funny, I mean, is automatically going to go up there. Probably a sixty-five percent. Probably where you rated it for yeah. the audience score. Um, <clears throat> but but it also gains a couple points. You know what? I'll bump it up to a 70. It gains a couple points because, like I said, this is one of those movies that I've seen a whole bunch of times, and I know what's going to happen. I know all the funny parts to it. I know when to pay attention to. But, like, I can put something on. I, like, I used to watch this a lot in college. I can put on homework just to have something in the background, look up and go, <laughs> and then go back to my work. Yeah, it has a lot of playability to yeah. it. Yeah. I think because it's not so over convoluted. Right. Like I said, uh, they do stupid humor. Yeah. But I think the one thing they do really, really well in the movie is not overdo the stupid humor. Yeah. They change it up enough. It's not too campy. I think they, they really do a good job on it. Making a 90s film not feel 90s. Yeah. <clears throat> because it that's basically what it was, is an updated 90s film. Right. Uh, I'm right there with you. I think because you can throw it on while doing other stuff and doing a bunch of things, that's something that appeals to me. You know, how many times do you see me play video games and have something on in the back? TV <laughs> or something. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Something. Yeah. <clears throat> Lots of video games I play without the sound. Because I'm yeah, not listening too. to something else, so I don't need the sound. So, like, for that reason, I, I probably would watch this more often than other movies. Right. Um, Let's take Watchmen, for example. I love Watchmen, but it's long. It You got to pay attention. It's rough. Inception. Oh, Inception. Oh, it's, my God. It, it's so time-consuming. Yes. If you were going to watch one movie in the theater, it's Inception. Well, Just dude, that's the, that's the reason I haven't seen the new Batman. Like, I don't know <laughs> if I really want to spend that time watching Batman. How many it, times are you going to have to look for the Riddler? <clears throat> and not just that, but do I really want to watch this sparkle fucking vampire be my Batman? No. <laughs> no, I don't. He, like, literally, the guy looks like he has AIDS. Ooh, Doesn't take, he? Hot take here on the lunch. Dude, he looks sick. <laughs> the dude looks sick. No matter what I see him in or whatever, even if he's not even in a movie, he looks pasty, pale, and sick. And they're like, that's my Batman. No, it's not, dude, because Bruce Wayne's a pimp. I was thinking about something the other day. Yeah. Maybe it's just because they're both bald. But I know he's not an actor. I think that the perfect casting for Lex Luthor in the next movie. Yeah. 
would be uh, Amazon guy. Jeff uh, Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Jeff Bezos needs to get in shape, but yeah. For Lex Luthor, 90% of of him is going to be in a suit. Yeah. Yeah, but he's still... It's going to be CGI'd anyways. True, true. But I mean, like, I don't know. You could tell. You could tell. He just looks like a frail man. Jesse Eisenberg was not jacked. Yeah, but that that was a wrong pick. Let's not sit there and say that was a decent pick for that. That was (laughs) fucked up. I forgot he even played him. Uh, that movie sucked. I was mad. I'm mad you brought it up <laughs> because I, that was out of my head, and you brought that up, and now I am upset. <laughs> DC just can't get their movies right, dude. They can get their animated movies really well. Yeah. They can't get their movies right. They can't even get their characters right. Oh, let's make the Green Arrow TV show. Oh, never mind. We'll make them Batman, and just call them Green Arrow. <laughs> like Fuck, literally even flash is batman with super speed yeah which... he is a detective is he not flash yeah in the show yeah yep he's uh well he no he takes photos for crime scenes oh that's all he does he's not a detective and that's what he's always done he's at a crime scene he might as well be a detective i mean yes but uh, my thing is they don't play the the whole point but behind like the flash in a comics isn't the fact of his super speed or things it is a little bit but the big thing with it is he connects really really well with his enemies like he's actually really doesn't have too many like arch foes because he actually tries to help them like there's many times flash won't even he won't take people to jail if he thinks they need help he'll do like other things and actually help them he'll send them to arkham no that's Batman saying, let's just lock all the sick people up. <laughs> That's when you burn down the building. <laughs> right. He's, I don't get, the older you get, the more you realize Batman's just a confusing dude. Yeah. A confusing dude. Because like, he just goes around beating up the mentally ill, throws them all in the same place. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's but, because he himself is mentally ill. Yes, he is. Yeah. And I think that's half the reason why people read into it and, and, Get enthralled with the character. He just has money, so he's outside. Yeah. <laughs> Even though let's order two million, uh, uh, like forty million dollars worth of bat ears, that's not suspicious to <laughs> to the Wayne Tech fucking <laughs> enterprise. Well, at least we'll have extras. Well, see, my thing is, uh, like Green Arrow was supposed to be. They made him completely opposite of who he is. He is the complete opposite of Batman, and him and Batman would butt heads because he's a more happy, jokey, you know, nonchalant, fun character, kind of like a Robin Hood. And then when they made the TV show, they're like, let's just make him a depressed Batman. <laughs> oh, by the way, we'll have him trained by Raj al Ghul. Oh, he'll fall in love with Raj al Ghul's daughter. Why can't we go back to the Adam West? I mean, I know he died, but why can't we go back to the Adam West Batman? Batman. A lot of people, I think, have been asking for that. I think they need to focus more on him being a detective instead of a superhero. Yeah. You know? And, okay, we're getting way off topic. This is for everybody. But I think the best thing DC can do to save itself, because this is still movie-related, the best thing DC can do to save itself right now is focus on their lesser characters and basically say, screw the Justice League. They messed it up. People are tired of seeing Batman. 
do something so you could have some of these characters kind of in their own movies without having to worry about any other intellectual property and start focusing on like Constantine or the Blue Beetle or some of the lesser known characters that you can have more free range with that are a little bit more out there. Coincidentally, I think that Marvel had to dance around the topic for this, but they did it right because 21st Century Fox owned some stuff and Sony owned Spider-Man or whatever. Mm -hmm. They weren't able just to throw everything in a pot and say, this is how it is. Take it or leave it. They had to build individual things for individual characters. Yeah. Like if... Per se, if Iron Man was a DC movie, like in Iron Man, you would have, you know, Spider-Man and blah, 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 all the way through their movies. Like that, like DC keeps wanting to throw in Easter eggs when you're not even really focusing on the same person that you're supposed you to need, anymore. Yeah. Basically, what you're saying, you need to build the character first and make people want to see that character like, like to make sm- it important that they go into the next movie. Like Smallville. Mm-hmm. Smallville was very, very, very good. Yes. I like it. But that's because no one else was in it for the longest time. For the literally... longest time. Oh, 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 oh. For, for the, the longest, longest time. Oh, oh, oh. For the long. Who I think me tonight. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah i i agree with you man uh smallville first off for those of you listening in your car honk your horn yeah beep beep for those uh smallville was a tv show about superman and they didn't call him superman until the very end and he doesn't fly that's another thing i love right. that's the last power he, he learns doesn't, like jump he can jump yeah, yeah obviously he can jump taller than like a the, building does yeah. like the hulk does yeah but he doesn't learn to fly to the very end yeah which is also good because flying animation is like the weirdest looking thing. <laughs> we still can't make it look right. Yeah. It still looks weird. Even even when we want to go watch Doctor Strange and them all flying and fighting. I'm like, that still just looks wrong. Yeah. You know? But Still would be the coolest superpower to have, though. Flying? Yeah, I think so. That would be my pick. Flying out of all of them? Even... I, that that's so hard. What superpower would you have? That's a rough one. That that's a really rough one. I see. I think if I got to control electric, do you think I could control people's nervous system? No, because because firebenders and avatar can control lightning, but they can't control people's nervous system. Yeah, but but they might not believe they can. People because can blood water, bend. I was going to say, waterbenders can, and earthbenders can do a bunch of stuff, like steel bend and all Well, they can mess with like the iron in your blood and yeah, stuff, too. Yeah, and things like that. So why and air can take out the, the air lungs. from your lungs. Right. So why couldn't the electric mess with your nervous system? Because fire. It's rich. Yeah, fire. yeah, but, but let's say electric. Let's say Raiden. <laughs> that brings me to this poll for this week. Uh, if... Yeah. If you could control one of the elements, uh, fire, water, earth, or air, what would it be? Yeah, no electric, I guess. Yeah, and no no middle ground things, no lava bending. I mean, be true to it. 
Yeah, I feel pick like one or the other. You don't get. I both. feel like the lava bend. You have to be an avatar, even um, though because it's heated up rock. Bolin did it in and Korra. Yeah, it doesn't make it right. But his mom was a firebender and his dad was an earthbender. So he had point both. proven. <sighs> We're off topic here. Yeah. We better we better end this before it becomes three hours. We're on Anchor, Spotify, <laughs> and Apple, and now Google Podcasts. Uh, that's probably how you're listening to us right now. Go ahead and keep doing that. Uh, vote on our poll. Do anything that you want yeah. to right there. If yeah. you want to leave a comment, you know, do Go it. Ahead. That's what it is. That's Go what ahead. it's there for. Yeah, we've been growing, so. We're also on YouTube at the Lunch Table PBJ. Uh, that might be how you're watching us right now, so go ahead and keep doing that. Uh, down below is a comment. Uh, somewhere right in the middle is a little red button for subscribe. Yeah, hit it. Hit it. The algorithms are messed up. We want to make Zuckerberg eat shit, so uh, press the like button. Speaking of Zuckerberg, we're on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're on Facebook uh, as well as Instagram. Instagram and TikTok at the Lunch Table PBJ. Uh, we're also on Facebook on our uh, fan page, The Munchies. Uh, go ahead, and you're always going to stay in tuned about what we're doing and everything. Yeah. Uh, we, we like social media. We like to uh, show people what we're doing. Yeah. Actually, uh, we had a couple of TikToks just recently dropped that right? are doing pretty good. Right? Yeah. Uh, we're on Twitter at Lunch Table PBJ. Uh, please. Elon Musk, allow us to add just a little bit more. I heard that he bought it as a cover-up. Did you hear that yet? <laughs> no. And lastly, we're on Patreon at the Lunch Table PBJ. If you want to be the person that gives just that little bit extra, uh, it's only a dollar a month for right now, uh, and that's just to let us know that you care and want more right. from that. If, if, if pressing the like button and the share button and the subscribe button just isn't enough for you and yeah. you feel like you must do more, yeah. You can go right to the Patreon page. Yeah. And give us a dollar if you feel like you need to do more. Right. And we would, we'll appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And we'll say your name just like Nick Jones. Nick Jones. No relation. No, no, but he did touch, my mom did touch his pee pee. So, so he likes saying that. So, <laughs> figured I'd, I'd keep bringing it up. So, no, no. So before we get off here, the whole Elon Musk thing. Some ladies coming out saying that he touched her, violated her. So at the same time that she was coming out to say that, he also went and bought. Uh, he was trying to buy Twitter, where he's trying to buy it. No, it's not fully through. It hasn't been fully through. He just wants to. Nothing has. He doesn't have it yet. He's like in he's preparation trying, to be interim CEO. He, here's what's happening. He's trying to buy it at $50 a share, but it's only worth $30 a share. So they don't think that he's going to be approved to buy it for trying to, like, as listened to it on the radio. Jump it? Yeah. Basically because he's trying to pay way too much for the shares. So they think that what's actually going to happen is hold back out of the deal. And then no one's going to care about the news that came out about this girl. Because he just covered it up all with this Twitter stuff. But hey, he, I like the guy. Either way, either well, you know my feelings. Anyone who listens knows my feelings about that guy. But anyway, uh, keep coming back. Keep coming back. Keep listening to us, especially during the movie reviews. We love doing these. We have fun doing these. Uh, go ahead, get on Twitter, get on Instagram, do all that. Give us a shout out. We'll definitely. You got something to say? Funny, whatever. 
We'll definitely get in contact. Probably the number one thing we'll do is read them, especially if they're good enough. I'll read them right on right on podcast. It'll be hilarious. Right. But uh, Drew. Yo. Thank you for watching the movie with me and having this fun little mandate. Dude, we had some snacks. Like great. Oh, dude, yeah, you brought it was a great little mandate. We sat in the studio here and just watched uh we turned out the lights, had a nice little dim light. <laughs> so uh thanks for taking care of me, baby. Oh yeah. And uh everyone else, thanks for stopping in. Always fun having you around the table. Like I said, like, scare, subscribe, do all that stuff. Scare. Scare, yeah, I know. I I fucked that up. Scare. Scare people. Scare. Scare them. Scare them. Scare them. Scare them real good. Scare them all night. All right. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here <laughs> before something bad happens. Thanks for stopping. It's getting a lot more fun around here. Boop, 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 boop. See ya.